This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. In January this year, the EU's Sustainable Finance Disclosures Regulation came into force. The idea is to prevent financial services companies who sell so-called green products, which claim to invest in low-carbon projects, but aren't in fact doing what they say on the tin. Now, the Compliance Institute says that fewer than one, one in three Irish companies meet these new rules. It all raises the idea of compliance and its rapidly growing importance for companies and the extra burden it places on them. Michael Kavanagh is the boss of the Compliance Institute and is on the line. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners from a sunny Bear Island in West Cork. Lovely West Cork. Uh, Michael, tell us about what you found in your survey of financial professionals uh, when it comes to green products. Yeah, so Joe, uh, we surveyed 125 uh, members of the Compliance Institute who are responsible for compliance within Irish financial services. Oh dear. Oh dear, Michael. We may need to phone you back on a more traditional line. Um, uh, But what we were going to talk to Michael about the Compliance Institute. But let me just quickly um, remind you of the big news overnight that has broken that the credit ratings agency Fitch has stripped the United States of its AAA rating. Uh, Basically, Fitch is originally a French company. Uh, They have downgraded the US uh, from its AAA to a AA plus in light of the huge debt mountain that the United States has built up and is continuing to build up, especially post-pandemic when a wall of money was thrown at companies and consumers and uh, checks were literally posted out to consumers. But that has built up uh, the, a huge um, national debt for the United States and uh, the uh, Fitch, Fitch reckons that that could pose long-term problems. It's unlikely that it will mean that the dollar will cease to be the reserve currency in the world. But it, it could have problems with the value of the greenback, which has been slipping over the last three months. Now, let's hopefully go back to Michael Kavanagh from the Compliance Institute. Michael, are you there? I am, Joe. Apologies. The coverage isn't great, I'm afraid, in West Cork. So it may be beautiful in West Cork, but the coverage is not great. Anyway, you were going on about um, uh, financial professionals and the compliance rules uh, that need to be met when it comes to selling green financial products. Yes, and I suppose the main finding from the survey, uh, Joe, that um, was that almost 8 in 10 companies have taken action to incorporate the new uh, rules into their reporting practices, but only 3 in 10 are fully compliant. Uh, with 50% saying that they're taking action but still have some work to do around the area. Um, so people yeah. aren't quite there yet, but the rules are there since uh, 1st of January 2023. Now, um, give us an example of a green financial services product that is on offer. Yes, well, it's any product really, uh, Joe, that's offered by uh, an asset manager, fund manager, any credit institution, uh, indeed even insurance companies that offer investment products. Uh, so it's quite wide, Um and, and indeed, the fund sector, as we know, was very successful in Ireland. And there's uh, around 7,000 plus um, funds or sub-funds, and they've assets of over 3.6 uh, trillion uh, euro. Um, now, 
proportion of those would be offering uh, green and green products only, but that's expected to grow significantly in the coming years. Now, what are the sanctions uh, if a company ignores the EU rules on green or otherwise financial products? Yeah, so ultimately the central bank uh, authorise investment funds and regulate many of the what are known as market participants in this area. So they've outlined their expectations, they've issued guidance, they've conducted thematic reviews uh, and uh, were given to believe are engaging with firms bilaterally. Um, it's early days, but there, there may be uh, uh, sanctions. So there's no specific penalties outlined in the EU law, but it would fall under the general central bank um uh, sanctions regime. So I presume they could lose their license and wouldn't be able to sell products. It was the ultimate sanction. Ultimate sanction, yes. And I know in the states, uh, obviously the rules are different there, but not dissimilar. Uh, that two firms um, got criminal convictions because they claimed to be um, promoting green products that weren't, or exaggerated uh, that they were promoting green products which weren't um, quite so green. And an example of greenwashing. Yeah, and the directors probably weren't allowed um, operate in the in that sector uh, again. Now, compliance—it's yep. uh, become—it's um, uh, become an issue for the whole industry over the last fifteen years. Um, what would you say when it comes to the accusation that they used to be a bunch of nerds who sat in the corner of the office, but now they're pretty senior guys? Yeah, absolutely. As the Compliance Institute is the professional body for compliance professionals, um, and we've over 3,500 members, which actually makes us the largest global body of compliance professionals, uh, and celebrated our 20th anniversary um, last year. And certainly up to, I'd say, maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago, uh, you, you, you heard this notion of the lonely compliance officer, somebody who's put in the corner and... and uh, uh, with his, pla- uh, with his plastic lunchbox and uh, his <laughs> cup of coffee in the, in the corner. Well, well, we won't. We won't. I better not go that far for for our members. But certainly, that's that's one of the images that that come to mind. Uh, and that's no longer the case, as you alluded to. Um, any head of compliance now is sitting at board level. Uh, they're intricate to the business. Uh, a lot has evolved, as we know, in the last five years. Even from an institute point of view, we've. Now, 10 uh, education offerings in conjunction with our education partners. As, um, you know, 10 years ago, the compliance officer was in charge of data protection, uh, financial crime compliance, AML, potential regulation, a whole waft of stuff. These are now specialist uh, industries in themselves with GDPR, and the qualifications are there to keep up with that and financial crime compliance. And now this area as well, of course, the whole area of uh, um, ESG and the environmental and sustainable finance reporting uh, has become key with uh, not just this regulation, but more importantly, I suppose, the Corporate Sustainable Reporting Directive, where uh, uh, companies are going to have to report uh, in quite some detail and follow very detailed standards on reporting the impact risks and metrics around various um, environmental aspects, such as pollution, climate change, etc. So this is a growing industry as well. And uh, we have the a professional qualification to to keep up with that. So certainly, and, the, and, the uh, idea of the compliance professional um, in the corner is, is something gone. that's obsolete. Yeah, Michael, thank you so much, Michael Cavanagh, the chief executive of the Compliance Institute. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.